Hello everyone, my name is Gareth Rafferty and welcome back to another episode of Building From The Bottom. Today's date is the 21st of July and this week my brother has broke up for his summer holidays and the kids have all started to finish school. The sun is out on this beautiful Sunday and it's 9am in the morning, bright and early. So I wanted to start off this week with some of the things that have gone through my head um, and even something that I recently saw on a TV show. Um, this TV show is Family Guy and if you don't know what Family Guy is, it's basically an adult TV show which um, is a comedy animation um, and they usually run for about 25 minutes. And on this show, it just made me laugh. And it also made me really think whilst I was lying in bed a few nights ago. And it said, pigeons eat off the floor and don't die. So why can't we? And it really made me think about the whole idea of people picking up food from the floor and eating it. For example, that five second rule that people talk about when they drop their food on the floor. And it really, really got me thinking about the whole concept of like morals, what's right and what's wrong in comparison to other animals. Because if you think about it, everyone on, everyone on the planet is an animal, whether you're an ant, whether you're a lion or whether you're human. And the difference between species is really, really interesting. And it's something that I've been thinking about a lot this week about like the, the difference of kind of right and wrong in a way and uh, I just found that whole concept of pigeons eating, eating off the floor and not dying and why can't we being a really really interesting concept and it really got me thinking about what happens on a day-to-day -day basis for us as opposed to another animal another species and I wanted to share that really thought thoughtful moment with you guys because well it really did get me thinking something else that's happened this week is i've kind of been tasked with the split of family to work and that sort of nature and i say this as a task because sometimes i struggle to prioritize my time with the right for the right things so sometimes i often put work too much um and i put that over things that actually i shouldn't be putting it over and then vice versa like i i sometimes decide on an evening i'm going to game as opposed to work and it um and for me and my own personal development it questions it makes me question a lot about am I doing the right thing right now or is there something better I could be doing with my time and my energy? And so that's something I'm really working on, trying to get that balance between like spending time with family, spending time with friends and working because I was thinking about this a few days ago and I was thinking to myself that Yes, I can work. I can work every single day till however many, whatever hour of the night. But 
it starts to cause, I wouldn't say problems, but it can really like cause issues in my social life. And I think getting that balance between social life and work is really important because when you're old and you're gray, everyone is going to die and you want your friends and your family to be around you when you're lonely in your old age. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm old. I'm not saying I'm going to die, but um, I'm in my 20, but um, it's something to think about in the long run. And I feel like if I push everyone away right now in the long run, it could have a huge negative impact. And that's something I've been thinking about due to my brother's birthday being two days ago and also just life in general. Another thing I've actually been working on this week is sales. Now, I spoke last week about sales being a weakness of mine and really wanting to improve. And so last week I got on a call with a guy named Evans Duran. He's been on this podcast before, super nice guy. And so I went to him and I told him my dilemma about sales and how I'm not getting any traction. Has he got any tips or advice? And what he said to me is that basically with sales, it's very hit and miss. You've really got to find what works for you and you've really got to find what works for your company and your product, etc. And so that completely made sense to me and I've even read a, I've been reading a book recently and it's started to talk about sales and generating leads and all those sort of thing, all those types of things. And yeah, so I, I've been learning about that this week about things like sales prospecting and Evan's doing was well, nice to say to me that if I ever need help with the crafting of a message to send out to people or, um, wording of things then I can contact him which was really really nice and especially because I'm a really really early day beginner having that guidance and support is really helpful and Evans Dorn is a really great guy if you don't know him then check him out he's doing amazing things in the world small shout out to Evans and yeah so I also asked Evans a question which has been something something that has been going through my mind a while. I said to him, but how do you do sales on the weekend when no one is open for business? And when I say no one, I mean, most people aren't actively in their offices on a Saturday or Sunday. Whereas usually I'm on my laptop on a Saturday or Sunday. And so I asked him that question and he said, well, Gareth, the weekend is usually about preparing. And he said, in particular, you can do things like sales prospecting, which is basically like looking for companies or looking for people that you'd like to work with. Um, I say companies because if you don't know, my company is a business to business company. And so I, I then asked him, but how do I prospect clients? How do I find companies I want to work with? I have a small criteria in my head, but where do I find these companies? And so when I initially started, what I did, as most people will probably do when you're first learning, I went on Google and I searched companies 
in Wolverhampton, which is where I'm from. And it didn't get me very far. I struggled and it didn't go well. Let's put it that way. So I then Googled how to prospect clients, how to build a client list, how to build a list of companies that you want to work with. And finally, I came up with about six to seven different solutions. Um, Some of them were things I'd already tried, such as looking through social media, looking through LinkedIn, um, looking, looking through things like Twitter. And then another one popped up, which I hadn't even thought about. Now, in the UK, I'm not sure what it's like in America or other countries, but um, in the UK, we have this thing called the Chambers of Commerce, which is basically a group of companies that meet in certain areas and they um, see how they can help each other. They um, try and work about things that are going on in the local area and how they can tackle them, those types of things. And when you go on their website, you can actually search by kind of area so Wolverhampton and surrounding areas falls into West Midlands but they haven't got one they have one specifically for the West Midlands but I didn't go on that one I went on one which was slightly smaller and more close to home if you will which was the Chambers of Commerce Black Country now I looked on here for companies um they only have a small list of companies because it's the people that attend these meetings and are sponsored by the Chamber of Commerce. And so I went on here and it's great because you can search by industry. So there was things like business services, art, creative type services, um, video services and everything else in between, even including things like construction, real estate, um, and lots, lots more. And so I basically went through a few of the categories, checked out the people's websites and just to basically see if I wanted to work with those people. And then finally I got myself a list of about five people at the moment, but that's a bigger list than what I've previously had. So it's slow and steady, but, um, as Marge from The Simpsons on The Simpsons Hit and Run says, slow and steady wins the race. So that's the process I'm going through at the moment in regards to sales. I'm still getting help from Evans. He's going to help me craft some messages in the upcoming weeks. Um, And so, yeah, I'd say it's going well. I'm definitely on the process to being a better salesperson. I never, ever want to be that pushy sales guy. But I want to learn how to phrase messages, how to get my foot in the door when you have what's considered a cold lead, which basically means you haven't ever had contact with that person. But I've also been wondering this week if public speaking will be a better route for me. I've spoke to a few people that I know that do public speaking events. Um, One in particular comes to mind, which is Katrina Kurt. And she's recently launched her own company she does linkedin workshop type events and she's i messaged her on i think it was instagram on instagram questions and i basically said to her do you ever get any clients or leads from public speaking events and the reason i asked this is because 
I want to know that if I put myself in to do all these public speaking events, will that benefit me and my company? Um, it's definitely something I'm thinking about. I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to do yet, if I'm going to do it. Definitely, I think I'm going to try out the messaging with Evans, see how successful that is, reach out to a bunch of companies. If no one gets back, reach out a bit more. And if no one gets back, I might try the public speaking thing. I'm, at the moment, I am reading, and one of the books in particular I've been reading is um, basically a startup business guide to entrepreneurship type book it's quite small it's kind of pocket size it's got about 200 pages and one of the sections in it which i've mentioned earlier on in this podcast is generating leads and sales and it talks about one company in particular that used leaflets for i think it was a a salon but obviously my company is a lot different to a salon and i don't think that leaflets would cut it for my company but there's definitely like in the book there's a list of different things you could try um from advertising for like like cheap advertising to public speaking events to social media there's quite a lot of things in the book and that book is being really really helpful for me right now because it just helps me see the bigger picture in regards to sales and really open my eyes about like what's going on what can i do in the sales world what else is there for me to do and what else is there for me to try because at the moment i'm finding it's just trial and error seeing what works what doesn't work um basically just seeing what sticks it's going well at the moment um it could be better but again it could be worse luckily for me i've got help from people around me which really really helps me so continuing on that point about reading that's something i've been really trying to focus on this week and at the start of this week i think it was monday me and my girlfriend went to like the local big city if you will which is called birmingham it's known as the second capital in the uk and we went there we went to a bookshop and I bought about £30 worth of books. Two podcasting books is what it came to. And it's good because I've realised since starting that when you go into business, you don't necessarily need to know every single thing. But you do have to have the willingness to build on your knowledge. And by this, I mean... At the very beginning, you can start a company. You might not really know anything about the area, but you can start a company in that area. It's very easy to start a company, but for a company to be successful, you need to be able to build on your knowledge because as you start to build on your knowledge, you start to build on the value of your company. And when you can offer more value to your customers, you're automatically more valuable to your customers which means that you can charge a higher price and more and more people will will want to work with you if the value is there so that's something i'm trying to do at the moment um build on my knowledge of podcasting areas in particular i'm trying to learn are things like hardware so microphones um microphones are the main bit really but um those types of things like the hardware um and also the different ways to podcast. So 
I'm pretty sure in one of the books I've got, it talks about cameras and filming a podcast, what sort of cameras you can use. Because the thing I'm telling people at the moment is you don't really need to have anything to start a podcast, which is true because you don't really need a microphone as long as you've got your laptop, your mobile phone, earphones, which have a microphone on it, that can usually do the job. But if you would really, really like a crisp sound, you want to sound like you're in a studio, then buying a microphone can be helpful. But the thing is, with a podcast, if you have a little bit of background noise, sometimes it can add to the kind of ambience and the tone of your podcast. For example, I know a few people that um, are thinking about starting a podcast and I'm pretty sure there's more people out there, but um, starting a podcast in your local cafe and hearing all the noises and sometimes the kind of elevator music, if you will, um, and just sitting there sipping your coffee with a friend could be a great like ambience to a podcast talking about what you've done over the past week. And having that ambience in the background can actually draw in more listeners, but then it depends what type of noise and the type of people that you're targeting. So that's something I'm really trying to learn at the moment. I've picked up two books. I'm probably about 30 pages into one of them, but I'm also reading that entrepreneurship book and then I've got that other podcast book. So at the moment, really, I'm juggling two books that I'm reading at the moment. I've never ever done this, but so far it's going well because the nature of them is very similar. They're both about business, they're both about um, building up your knowledge on business and entrepreneurship and um, podcasting. So they're quite similar in the nature of things. So yeah, that's what I'm working on at the moment. I'm just reading, trying to build my knowledge. I'm trying to build a, a database of where to find things like statistics. And I'm really trying to build up my knowledge and my kind of reactivity, if you will, to the industry and what's going on and learning a lot more about what's the current and future of podcasting as opposed to what's gone on previous. So that's really what I'm working on at the moment. Um, my plans for today, which is the next point in my phone notes, because that's what things have transferred to now. Um, my plans for today, I'm actually going out with my girlfriend and her family. We're going to take a bit of food of us and we're basically going to the middle of the countryside. That may not sound exciting, but going to a place like the place where we're going, is something I'm quite excited for because I want to experience quietness without the echo of cars and um, electrical cables and the annoying fridge and um, general things that make noise in a local area. I don't know what else makes noise in a local area. Telephones ringing. I don't know. Um, but that's something I really want to do. I've been wanting to do for a while. I mentioned it a few podcasts ago and... Now we're actually going, so I'm excited for that. We're going in about an hour. It's half nine now. Yeah, so I'm just really excited for the future and what it will hold, learning a lot about sales, learning a lot about podcasting, and that's what it's going to be for the next few weeks. Before I let you guys go, I want to tell you about what's going on on Monday. Monday, which is actually tomorrow, which I've only just realised. Wow. So tomorrow I'm going with my local council, which is basically 
a local version of the government. We're going to a place, I can't remember what the place is called, but it's about 45 minutes on the train. So we're going to this place and we're going to a company and we're basically going to train a company to be able to listen to young people's voices better. So this is a training I've been delivering for a few years now. It's called Total Respect Training. I'm excited because I've met the people at this company before. I've met one woman and I'm actually scheduling a date to meet them at the same place I'm going tomorrow to talk about marketing and podcasting. And that's going to happen at the end of August. So I'm a little bit nervous to go tomorrow as well because I've got to see them again. And um, it will be nice. It will be good. I'm probably overthinking it. But it's good to see that I'm building that relationship with companies and actually start to build a, a small interest in my company, which is the first step to greatness. Something else I wanted to tell you before I let you go. Um, I've already told you the plans for my future. So the last point really is that this podcast is now on chapter two, episode 26. Now, for those of you that have been following me the early days, um, which all began on SoundCloud, the first season of my podcast or the first chapter of my podcast, should I say, lasted for 26 episodes which means that this episode is going to be the last one of this chapter. The last episode of chapter two, basically building from the bottom podcast. It's something I wanted to bring up because the whole point of the chapter is about me being in Madrid, um, me traveling abroad, being a, a student, a guy starting a business, a 19 to 20 year old. I think I was 20 at the time, a 20 year old young guy that's trying to learn how to conquer the world that was me um about six months ago seven months ago and i just wanted to sum up that whole madrid experience to kind of bring this chapter and to bring this whole madrid experience chapter to a close so the madrid experience looking back how was it since i've been in the uk now for about a month and a half one of the biggest things I enjoyed was meeting people from different locations, places from Italy, um, people from Italy, people from America, people from Canada, um, and lots of other places at that. And just kind of being in the Spanish culture was nice. It was nice to walk down the street and not fully understand what people were saying, trying to understand, but also not being able to, and also not needing to understand and being able to walk down the streets and just kind of just hear noise and not necessarily hear people arguing about what their mom had for lunch and stealing someone else's lunch in the office block. It's It was nice because it really got me to f start thinking about what I want to do and kind of the bigger picture thinking. But also, I didn't enjoy some of it because um i happened to fail two of my exams which isn't the biggest deal but um, i've never really been that great at exams i'm definitely more coursework based more kind of documentary i'd rather write a, a document than do an exam kind of thing or a report um and so that really didn't go too well but also 
I really missed the cold weather in the UK, which sounds a bit weird, but I like the cold weather. Like, for example, being in a hot room, having a class for an hour and a half, and then walking outside and it being really, really warm. That wasn't my favourite thing. I definitely enjoyed it a lot more. And I enjoy it a lot more when I'm in a hot room and I walk outside and it's freezing cold, which is the UK most days. However, in the UK recently, it hasn't actually been that cold. So I still haven't fully experienced that yet since I've been back. But yeah, that's pretty much how Madrid went. It was good. Um, it had its good points and its bad points. But that was basically it. And to bring the whole episode to a close and the whole chapter to a close, um, I just wanted to say that just before you go, I really value every single one of you that listens to this podcast. And I would love to chat to all of you about your journeys, see how I can bring value or link people to you um, to basically talk about, um, well, whatever you want to talk about, whatever I can help you with. If I can link people to you guys to help, whatever. Um, then feel free to drop me a message on any of my social media. I'll even put my email down below in the description. And yeah, let's chat. If you send me an email or you drop me a message on any of my social media, um, just say that either you're from the podcast or if you're sending an email in the subject, put podcast, just so I don't miss you guys. And if you're adding me on LinkedIn, um, then if you yeah if you're adding me on linkedin then put a little note to say that you're from the podcast so i'll accept you straight away because i've got a bit of a backlog going on at the moment with my connection requests over on linkedin but anyways i hope all of you have enjoyed this second chapter me being in madrid moving to the uk being a student trying to conquer the world and learning a lot more about business along the way thank you all so much for listening again and this has been chapter two of the Building from the Bottom podcast. I don't know when the podcast will be back. Um, if you keep an eye on my social media, it shouldn't be too long away, maybe a month or two. And yeah, I look forward to seeing you all in chapter three. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy your summer holidays. <laughs>